Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Okay. So you can hear me. Okay, that's good. Kind of hard to do a podcast when one person's mic is on. It's good that we check that. Fifteen seconds before the show starts. Shouldn't talk over the intro either. It's Why? It's just it's like general rule of thumb. Why not? I don't know. Nobody else does. But... No. Whatever. <clears throat> Hang it with these. Episode number. What is it, Dylan? 105. Hmm. Too late. I'm your host, Ease. With me, as always, of course, Dylan. And yeah, we took a uh, about a week, <clears throat> week and a half off. Had the bye week for our Steelers. Uh, missed quite a bit. Yeah. Both, you know, we have to start with, right? Both in the NFL and the NCAA. No, apparently not. The original co host of the show had a kid. We didn't necessarily have to start with that. We could have casually mentioned that on the outro, but yeah. but yes, congratulations to uh my cousin, Dylan's brother, uh and yes, the original co host of this show that lasted all of what, two, three episodes? you were hosting with him. I don't know yeah, why you're yeah. asking me. Well, I don't know. It wasn't <laughs> I know it wasn't very long. Right. Um, but yeah, they had their baby. It doesn't matter. Um Week What's ago? crazy? Was it a week? About a week ago, roughly. Wasn't it on a Monday? It was Tuesday. Was it a Tuesday? Yeah, okay, but of this week? Not of this week. No. But, yeah. No. Whatever. Doesn't cry at all, which is weird. A good That's thing a too. Win. I might actually Colt. Like this if I'm not right. Yes. Colt. That's a cool name. What if he? You know, because he's named Colt. Wants to end up being a Texas fan. No, I'm kidding. A Colts fan. Oh, then he's not in the family anymore. <laughs> um, so yeah, they uh, they made that, and that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, back to uh, sports stuff. Uh, guess we'll start with college football. When last we left you, we hadn't seen the inaugural—not inaugural—the first. Whatever. Which would be inaugural? Well, not inaugural is like first ever. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, the first of the season college football rankings, <clears throat> and they were Tennessee, wrong. Well, yeah, they're Tennessee, Georgia. Ohio State. Oh no, you're right. Georgia, Clemson, which we speculated on the show that that wasn't going to happen, and it did. And Michigan was number five. Yeah, <clears throat> I didn't get a chance to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. I know what my personal thoughts are. What was your initial reaction? Fucking bullshit. Absolute fucking bullshit. They beat nobody. They're, they don't look good. I mean, the week before, they had to make a quarterback change to survive. Was it Syracuse? I want to say Syracuse, mm-hmm. which looks like an okay win until... No, no, no. That was two weeks prior. Because the fought... Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. My initial thought was, well, knee-jerk reaction... Well, that's horseshit. But then I thought that they planned that. 
because they knew that there was going to be controversy and talk shows about it. Yeah. And everybody just overanalyzing ad nauseum, knowing full well that things would work themselves out within a couple of weeks in that A, Tennessee and Georgia had to play each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Clemson had a tough game against Notre Dame coming up. That's not a tough game, let's be honest. No. They were 4-3 and at the time. They beat Syracuse pretty handedly, and Syracuse was playing well. So Notre Dame has talent. Yes, no, they're they're not, like, going to be in the playoff. But you look at Notre Dame on schedule, you don't think, well, that's a fucking pushover. My point is I feel like they felt comfortable enough releasing that ranking as it stood for the simple fact that, A, it's the first one. And all of those teams, if you go through the list in, like, the top – eight or nine, like they have to play each other. So the cream would rise to the top. Um, and this was also, uh, where was Alabama? Alabama, I think was, was six, sixth at the time. So yeah, they, I think they did it just because they're like, eh, well, who cares? Cause it's the first one. And they also did it. These teams try- are going to eliminate each other anyway. At the time, LSU being ranked 10th was mm-hmm. bullshit. Cause See, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, because the, their first game of the year, they lost to Florida State, who's dog shit this year. But apparently, and, maybe they knew something that we didn't. Well, they've gotten a lot. No, they did it to justify Bama getting back into the top four. I guarantee that's why they did it. Oh, they so horribly. if they beat LSU, oh, well, they hey, they beat, beat a, a rank... top 10 ranked team. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's... Wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised, but yeah, we saw anyway. how that worked out. So, so then, yeah. That was the rankings, and then the the week that was transpired, and the Midwest, like that that Ohio State Northwestern score twenty twenty one seven was a bit um, misleading because the wind was like brutal that day. Mm-hmm. So I was I looked at that and I'm like, hey, this they they've got a shot. And then I looked outside and saw the wind and thought, eh, they're fucked. And same thing kind of happened in Illinois, although Illinois seemed like they were able to throw the ball a little bit better. But I, I don't. Well, I know what happened. They got in the fucking red zone like five times and came away with zero points. Yeah, hard to um, win. You, yeah, I don't care who you're playing. You, you can't do that. And uh, on the positive side, Illinois still got a very good shot at going to the Big Ten title because the Western Division is terrible dog issue. shit. Um, I believe if they just beat Purdue, they pretty much lock it up, if I'm not mistaken. And I think uh, I think Iowa has a shot if Illinois loses to Purdue. And I don't know. I think technically speaking, are... Northwestern isn't out of it. Believe it or not, I mean, uh, crazy shit that would would need to happen that won't. But I think they are. They're one in five. I'll say it again. I think technically speaking, they're not out of it. Maybe maybe that was the case last week, and now that's changed, but I remember hearing that that was the case. I may have heard that last week, so my, they might now officially. Yeah, I, I don't see how they could, at best right now, they could be four and five. So, yeah, I think some seriously crazy shit would have to happen. But anyway. uh, The big game of the day, Tennessee-Georgia, and boy, I felt good taking Tennessee in eight points. Felt real good about it. Yeah. For about a quarter. And 
Yeah. Georgia just handled them. I mean, the the score was only 27-13. And I, to be fair, I didn't watch the whole game, but I watched quite a bit of it. It never looked that close. Right. Like, just Georgia had an answer for everything that, that Tennessee tried to do. And, yeah, it was uh, it was bad. It was very, very bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess Tennessee did get that fumble on the opening drive but after that that was pretty yeah. much it so lights out um still tennessee fans should not feel bad at all uh and i'm sure they don't because this is they've never been this relevant in like 20 years and they're ahead of schedule so you know with this added momentum they get some more a good recruiting class they're going to be contenders in the sec at least presumably for Next few years, so that's good. Yeah, you. I mean, you would think so. And Tennessee is. Are they in the same? They're in the same division as Georgia, so they're pretty well fucked. Yeah, gotcha. <clears throat> and then, like I said, Illinois dropped to Michigan State, but they still have a fighting chance. Um, I'm trying to think where they. Oh, the other big game that Dylan and I both uh, really, really liked was the LSU Alabama game. Because fuck Nick Saban. Yeah. Also, fuck Brian Kelly, but fuck Nick Saban harder. Yeah, I walked in, walked into the bar because uh, we went to Bill Burr that night, and I literally walked into the bar and look up at the TV, and the, the like all you see is a sea of yellow and white you on love the field. T- I noticed this about you. You love taking people to stuff that they are not going to appreciate, I've noticed. <laughs> For example, other than that. Okay, um, remember you took Chatty Box to the Aaron Lewis show in Springfield? Remember when you took that? Wait, wait, wait. Who's Chatty Box? I don't remember her fucking name. Tattoos, talked the entire oh, fucking yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you also took that um, drunken whore to Doug Stanhope. One yes. that threw fucking tampons at yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the second Dan- Doug Stanhope show, you took some bitch I've never seen before or since. She, I, the to first be fair, Doug Stanhope show. No, that was the second one. The second time we saw him, when it was like, he was almost like hosting the show. Where was that? The the jukebox. You remember that show? No. That was the show you actually had a conversation with Doug Stanhope. And you told the story about the first time we saw him, and he was didn't remember it all, and you were shocked. And you've done a lot of drugs, so... <clears throat> I don't remember any of that. So there you go. You shouldn't have judged Doug for not remembering the first time. Wow. Anyway. Oh, I feel bad. Yeah, I I, I know. <clears throat> but it's what happens. It's what happens. This one you get kind of a pass on. Yeah. Yeah. Kind been, of been, although been together you, six years. Yeah. I mean, could took your brother with you. He's a huge Bill Burr fan. Could took Hunter. Well, no, Hunter had just had a kid, so that's probably not a good idea. Could took me. You know, huge comedy fan. <laughs> I enjoyed. Who's this Bill Murr? I enjoyed the show, though. Oh, I'm sure you did. He was uh, quite. Did she enjoy the show? Yeah. Yeah, she did. Cool. I mean, there's obviously some that wasn't quite in her comedic alley, but. We can talk about that later. Yeah. Anyway, to show that so anyway, I walked into the bar and yeah, seeing that LSU, I was looking at the TV basically like 
comprehending what I was looking at. And then I look down and I have a text that says, fuck Bama from Mr. Uh, Dylan here. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then they flash the score. I'm like, oh, that's why. So, so yeah, that was a huge upset. Then we had, of course, the aforementioned Notre Dame knocking off number four Clemson in a game that wasn't ever close. You, let's back up a little bit. The Bama LSU game, you didn't watch it? Not a second. Okay. But the, I, don't, I, I saw the last play. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, the, like, the, the go for two in overtime or whatever. Great call. Yeah. You, they couldn't stop Bryce Young at all. Fuck it, end it now. You know, I... Yeah, I, I if I I had no context, like I'm assuming, because all I when I say I saw the last play, I saw the fucking replay. Mm-hmm. the The crowd was already on the field when I walked mm-hmm. in, so I'm assuming that Alabama had the ball first in overtime, mm-hmm. scored, kicked the extra point. LSU got the ball, scored, went for two. Yes, uh, Bama didn't have much trouble. It was a multi play drive to score. LSU read option first play, score. And their first they, play of overtime. Their first play of overtime. Wow. And then Brian Kelly's like, fuck it. I trust my stud QB. I'd rather have him to win the game than to trust our defense to stop their stud QB to win the game. So genius. Yeah. No, that's still that's hate Brian awesome. Kelly, but right. I hate Nick Saban more. So anyway. So yeah. Then like I said, Notre Dame beat Clemson, so problem solved as All far right. as the whole playoff thing is concerned. Uh, Michigan smacked Rutgers. Um, I will say this. Look at the box score. See the first half? I, I, you didn't need to do that. No. I just was talking about the score. 14 to... Ooh. Yeah. I was strongly... I, I was sulking and at halftime thinking, I'm going to have to burn my J.J. McCarthy jersey. I can't believe he's going to do this. This motherfucker is going to be... Make me burn this $120 jersey. I was literally thinking that, and then the second half happened, and yay. Fun fact, Michigan in the last four games has outscored their opponents 100-3. to Oh, in the second half? In the second half. Nice. So, J.J. statistically didn't look great. He he caught on more in the second half, but yeah. This was the game I've been kind of waiting for, where it actually felt like in the first half they were going heavy with on throwing the ball, especially because Blake Corum threw up after scoring the first touchdown of the game. So they're like, eh, let's maybe throw it around a little bit more. So, anyway. so yeah, that's kind of a uh, pedestrian effort from, from him, 20 carries for early 109. So uh, we say that. It's for five, him. It's yeah. five and a half yards carry and two tuds. But, again, for what he's been doing this season, that's – on the low side, right. uh, Donovan Edwards had a little bit better of a game, just didn't score any touchdowns. Yeah. So, anyway, that's all. Yeah, I'm, all I'm, of note. I'm still not sold on JJ though. I no, I I get it. Trust me. I just I pray for a <laughs> blizzard November 26th. If it's a blizzard, bet the fucking house on Michigan because we saw Ohio State in bad weather conditions. You know, struggle against Northwestern, uh, Michigan smack them around if that's the case. So, anyway. And then, uh, other than... Kansas upset Oklahoma State, so good for them. Yeah, man. Came bowl eligible. 37-16. It's the first time they're bowl eligible since 2012 or some shit like that. Yeah. And Syracuse has proven that uh, 
first half of the season was a bit fluky as they dropped another one to an unranked school pit mm-hmm. pit uh nineteen to nine. So that would lead us to the current college football playoff rankings, where we have Georgia number one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU jumps into the four spot, which um, when it happened, I honestly thought, and I thought that they could take Tennessee down to four mm-hmm. and still, you know, have that whole SEC thing going on. But uh, pleasantly surprised that they said, okay, right. TCU, here you go. Win it out and you got your spot. Um, I have two, I do have a, some problems. LSU should not be seventh. They're a two-loss team. Their first loss of the year was against Florida State, and then they lost to Tennessee. Which, granted, Tennessee's ranked highly, but still, a two-loss LSU team should not be above. You know what? I don't have an issue with them being above SC because SC is not as great as their record would suggest. They haven't really played anybody, have they? That's yeah. Point. Um, I don't really don't get why USC is four spots above UCLA. I don't really understand that much. So, but that's another problem will work itself out since they're playing each other. So, and Clemson dropping all the way to tenth from fourth is. I mean, that's that's a pretty big free fall. That's well deserved. Yeah, yeah. You lose to to Notre Dame. Like I that. I think you can make an argument that they should they have should... fallen farther. Yeah, but anyway, I didn't. I heard Joel Klatt say that he he actually, in his rankings, he had Michigan above Ohio State. I don't have an issue with it. Again, that problem will solve itself in two weeks. So we'll see. Bama, Bama, they don't have a path anymore, right? Um, Can they they get to the SEC title game? If LSU loses this week in Ole Miss and Bama wins out, then yeah. But even still, they would still have to beat Georgia. They're not beating Georgia. Uh, Just they're not. So I'd like to think that, but man, Bama's not Bama this year. I mean, doesn't feel like it. Not only you have those two losses, week one they barely escaped Texas when their quarterback got hurt in the first first quarter. They need a field goal to win that game. Fair. They needed a was it Michigan? No, um, Texas A and M. They needed Texas A and M to have a failed two point conversion conversion to win that game. On a horrible play call. Yeah. So it's very possible that could be a four loss team right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I'm not quite gonna go as far as what other people are saying. Is is this the fall of Nick Saban? Let's calm down a little bit. I do think though that with nil. Like we talked about before, that hey, you can't monopolize all of the five stars anymore. That's a good thing. That in SEC is kind of caught up with Brian Kelly. I hate his guts, but he's a great coach. Josh Heupel seems like he's a great coach at uh, Tennessee. Um, Lane Kiffin's no slouch either. Mm. And uh, I'm leaving someone out. Kiffin's old Miss, right? Yes. Um, back up. Uh, who's the other one? Fuck, I'm leaving someone. Well, whatever. Well, oh, just... Georgia. Fucking Christ, so. Yeah. 
Uh, so looking ahead, I mean, just in that that top ten, I guess. I but uh, Michigan and Ohio State obviously has a big game coming up here in two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Two weeks from Saturday. Isn't it crazy? Like it's full college football season's almost over already. Yeah. Wild. It's only twelve week regular season though, so that. So who does Ohio State have left? Um, they have Indiana this week, <clears throat> Maryland, Maryland. So there's and then yeah, Michigan. they're not losing. Oh, they don't play Illinois. I thought they did. No, we already covered oh, okay. this. So yeah, they're not losing till Michigan. No. And Michigan has a pretty tough road. Uh, no, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. They play Nebraska this week. That's a win. Then they play still the best defense in the fucking NCAA. The, don't scare me at all. I don't know. The way J.J. McCarthy's been playing, Illinois' strength is stopping the run. <clears throat> they haven't played an O-line in a back like Michigan's yet. Okay. Plain and simple. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying I wouldn't bet the house on it, but I, I'm not – Sweating. I'm just saying they have a tougher road than Ohio State does. I will grant you that. I will grant you that. You're going to smack Nebraska, but playing a tough Illinois defense, being at home will definitely help matters. But um, you got a a tough Illinois defense, and then literally week week later, you got Ohio State. They also haven't played a defense as good as ours yet either. So. Penn State's got a pretty good defense. Iowa had a pretty good defense. After that, yeah, you're right. Yeah, those defenses are pretty good. Um, And then TCU, who currently sits at the number four spot, they got to play Texas. Baylor, which they're not what they have been in the past, but they are still sitting at six and three. They're not a pushover by any means. Uh, And then Iowa State should be an easy win. So TCU still has to – Mind their P's and Q's if they want to stick around. That being said, with uh, Ohio State and Michigan and TCU having some tough games, there's a path for other teams to sneak in there. Oregon's going to be rough because they got blown the fuck out week one against Georgia. Yeah, but they're sitting at six right now. I mean, if they run the table, how do you keep them out? Yeah. Yeah, because they would have wins against who either USC or UCLA. And the, they will have, if they run the table, they will be a currently ranked Washington team. Granted, it's only 25, but it's still a ranked team. Figures into that strength of opponent or schedule or whatever the fuck they use. And then Utah, who, again, uh, dropped a couple that they probably shouldn't have, or at least one. Yeah, no, they are 7-2. and two. Uh, But still, like, that's... That's a pretty good, pretty good run, and they are—they're still pack, right? So they would have to play. Wait, they don't have a. Do they have a conference championship? They do. That's what I was trying to say. They—they they are going to end up playing either USC or UCLA, probably in the Pac-12 title. They already beat UCLA, yeah. forty-five to thirty. So, I just—I let's say Oregon wins out. Including beating UCLA or yeah, in- including conference okay. championship game, and let's assume winner of Michigan Ohio State wins that conference championship game. 
I still think that the well, you can make an argument that the loser of that game gets in ahead of Oregon, of uh, Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah, uh, I don't see it. I mean, it could happen mm-hmm. depending on, but if TCU wins out and Oregon wins out, I don't see it happening. Um, so we're assuming Georgia would be in, you know, TCU. Georgia, winner of Ohio State, Michigan, because they're probably going to yeah. beat the shit out of whoever they play in the Big Ten title game. So and then a, a run the table TCU and a run the table Oregon. Tennessee. I there think, you go. I, I, I think you have, well, but again, they're not even going to be in their conference title game. So I think if Tennessee were to be sitting at four come that week, and you have an Oregon team that beats one of those guys in the Big 12 or Pac-12, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. or TCU beats whoever in their conference title game, that's going to be one of those instances as well. These guys didn't play, being Tennessee, so we had a leapfrog. So I, I, yeah. I think Tennessee personally, if it runs the way we're saying that it could run, I think Tennessee is going to get jumped over. Or jump over the loser of the Ohio State-Michigan games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, okay, that I could see. That I could see. I don't see... That's the thing, though. If Oregon wins out, though, you can still make the argument of they got blown out by Georgia. And we're assuming... Well, I guess you'd have to assume that either Michigan nor Ohio State blows each other out. I mean, that's a pretty good argument of they're better than Oregon. Yeah, no, it's... I love it because it's chaos. Yeah. Like... It is now, but if TCU loses Saturday, then it's yeah. yeah. Then if anything, you know, if if Michigan drops to Illinois, or you know, will you stop fucking saying that? What is your deal? <laughs> just saying. Man. I thought we established this. Just saying, man. Didn't go into the I'm big house, put chaos, some maize and blue, and, 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 and blood. we are we are heading towards that. Mm. Anyway, but here in a couple of years, it won't be an issue because we're going to have twelve teams in the playoffs. So. And in all honesty, let's just say we did that this year. The the current top twelve playoff ranked teams, I don't have an issue with any of those. Me neither. I mean that that would be a hell of a fucking playoff. Right. Pretty SEC heavy, but I mean it follows. Rightfully so. Yeah. So yeah. Looking ahead this week. Do we have any major marquee matchups? Um, TCU and Texas is a big yes, one. Yes, that's one. Um, BM and Arkansas, no. Did you know LSU's only a seven-point favorite against Arkansas? Wasn't Arkansas ranked at the beginning of the season? At one point, they were ranked 10th. I believe, yeah. So They've kind of fallen. I don't know if they've got a lot of injuries or what, but yeah, they're, they're only five and four this year. But yeah, I could have swore now that you... You knew, but right. I, I thought they were ranked early. I was wrong. I said LSU plays Ole Miss. They don't. Bama plays Ole Miss. Ah. So that's another big one. Uh, uh, Nebraska-Michigan. <clears throat> Clemson-Louisville. I don't think there's any major other than TCU-Texas. Ole Miss and Bama, yeah. Those are pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. And not a Not a great slate for college football, but. The big ones are coming, though, right. here in a couple weeks. So. Now, moving on to the MFL, the motherfucker. 
Speaking of <clears throat> a poor slate, this is one of the worst slates of NFL. This, this week, this week, up. no, this past week was horrendous. As far as primetime games, I guess I'll say because the the noon window had a lot of super close games, but primetime games were were not great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Chiefs did need, well. Chiefs Titans. I it's guess still that, a boring game. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just quickly. Obviously, the Eagles stayed undefeated. Uh, Falcons literally fumbled away the game. Yeah, like they should have beat the Chargers if the, I mean the the ball just fell out of his hand. Yeah, like I I don't know that I've ever seen anything like it. Didn't hit his thigh. Didn't hit it like his pads. It literally just he dropped it. Yeah. Like, wow. Uh, congrats to the Joe Mixon fantasy owners. I'm glad I didn't play against him this week with yeah. his five touchdowns. Uh, Justin Fields might be a guy. I mean, why did it take this long to figure out that if your quarterback runs a 4-4, you should probably run with him? Why did it take this long? I mean, I get Matt Nagy. I guess that answers his rookie year. But this year, what I don't. I don't get I mean, it. you want to protect your investment maybe, but... Mark Jackson's doing okay. I, I get that. Well, I, I, Again, what's the point of protecting your investment if when he plays you're making him significantly worse? Agreed. I, yeah. you're, you're preaching to the choir, but yeah, he... Again, it's a small sample size, but he looked really good against Miami. I did watch the better part of that game. Um, basically just to see what Chase Claypool did, who we haven't talked about being traded. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said in our group text, I hate to see him go, but I love the fact that we got a two. Yeah. Like, you know, like that's great. Um, and now I have to root that much harder against the bears so that that two, you know, climbs the fucking right. charts. Uh, Pittsburgh, had a similar offer from the Packers, and by all accounts, the Packers threw in a late rounder as well. But Pittsburgh was like, eh, I think Chicago is going to be worse with Claypool than Green Bay would be with Claypool, so we'll take Chicago's deal. Makes sense. Yeah, and that could, in fact, backfire because the Packers lost their fifth game in a row, including losing to the Lions. Yeah. And are are we watching – like literally a Thelma and Louise esque fucking dive off the cliff, but it's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers in the car. We might, we might. I, I, I that's how I feel when I right. watch them, especially Tom. Like you, you mean the guy that led a game winning drive at the end of the week? Yeah, but he looked like shit for most of the game. Yes, he he stepped up when he had to, but. I'd put that more on the D coordinator, honestly. Why the fuck are you playing a soft zone against Tom Brady? Yeah, but uh, Brady has not looked good. Yeah, like I've I've watched more of him this year than I care to admit, and and he like I'm watching him throw dirt balls. Yeah, and Rodgers, yeah, he had a he had a couple of really bad throws this week against Detroit, but by and large, I would put more blame on the fact that Rodgers just doesn't have any help. Yeah. 
And then they got this re- revolving door at left tackle with Bakhtiari. Like, is he playing? Is he not playing? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's just weird to see these two guys that have literally ruled the NFL for the last decade, in some cases two decades, yeah. um, just, like I said, nosedive off the cliff in the same season. It's pretty wild. Father Time's undefeated. Yeah. Uh, Patriots somehow managed to score 26 points. They looked like dog shit as well. No. Um, problem was the Colts are just an absolute shit show that only got shittier of a show, which we'll get into here in a couple minutes. Uh, the Jets knocking off the Bills. Yeah. Yeah, That that's... With defense. That defense isn't bad. No, it's pretty Sauce good. Sauce Gardner's a bad motherfucker. Uh, yeah, he's so. really stepping up. Um, Josh Allen, huge question mark this week against Minnesota with that UCLA, UCLA, <laughs> UCL sprain, um, which is very, I, I believe that's the injury Ben had, hmm. but his was obviously tore off the bone. Um, that was the concern, but they're saying it's just a slight tear. I've seen conflicting reports on on Twitter that some say that it's a game time decision, and some say there's no fucking chance he's playing. Like yeah. they've already said that, they just haven't officially said it. So we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> Vikings squeak one out again, fucking up my parlay because they were plus three or minus three, and they win by three against a very bad Commanders team that's now being sued by the Washington D.C. Attorney General. Did you fucking see his statement? No. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um whose statement? The Snyder's. No, I or, uh, no, I'm sorry, not Snyder, the team's statement. No, I haven't. Okay. Uh Jaguars continue to uh slowly show that they might be a team in the future, knocking off the Raiders. Although in the Raiders defense, I believe they lost Renfro and uh, Waller. Waller in that game and they're both on IR. Yeah. Yeah, now they're gone. So Raiders, they're probably done. Uh, Seahawks, where the fuck did the Seahawks come from? Uh, They knock off the Cardinals. Cardinals are now 0-2 since the new Call of Duty dropped. I've heard that too, yeah. Seahawks sitting at 6-3. And, and, I mean, we're going to have to try and find something here in a second. And then the Chiefs and the Titans – Oh, I'm sorry. Rams, Bucks, as we talked about earlier. Again, don't know what's going on with the Rams this year. They've not. They've looked good in like two games out of the eight that they've played. They miss Andrew Whitworth desperately. Yeah, that's part of it. And again, the Bucks look like dog shit for most of the game as well until the uh, the Rams basically gift wrapped them another possession at the end, mm-hmm. and Brady was able to put together one little magical drive plus a pass interference in the end zone that gave him the ball at the one. Uh, so the Bucks managed to, uh, I think, tie for the first? Tie for first? Yeah, yeah. With, with the Falcons. And then, of course, we had the Titans-Colts on Sunday night. Malik Willis got the start there over uh, Tannehill. Tannehill still got a banged-up knee. And uh, it was a very run-heavy game, to say mm-hmm. the least. And, um, well, for the Titans, not so much for the Chiefs. They threw it, what, 63 times? 68. Oh. Patty had wow. 446 yards on uh, 43 of 68. 
And only one touchdown. Yeah. <clears throat> My fantasy team says thanks for nothing. Uh, maybe Malik Willis isn't Yeah. I mean, what, what people thought he was. Granted, it's still early, but... Right. I mean, he was a third rounder. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Tom, Tom will tell. Jerry's right. still out, but he has not looked good in the two games that he started so far. Right. Not that fucking Kenny Pickett's lighting the world on fire, but right. just what I have seen, I'm glad we got Kenny. I think Kenny's going to be NFL starter caliber before Malik Willis. Sure. Which looks like that's already the case. Uh, Ravens really didn't have much problem with the Saints, who we will be playing this week. But. It's like Jim and John talked before the game, and Jim's like, you know what I realized, John? You don't have to throw the ball. And John's like, oh, really? Oh, let me try that. Especially in the second half, it felt like run, 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 touchdown. Run, 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 touchdown. Yeah, Kenny Drake had a pretty good game, which fucked my fantasy team. So, yeah. All right. Well, now, before we get into the upcoming week, we'll go over – couple of the stories that we have uh obviously we talked about the big one of the big things has been the josh allen injury um and yeah the washington dc attorney general files lawsuit against dan snyder the team roger goodell and the nfl um for basically misleading the public in uh in regards to the toxic workplace environment um and according to the attorney general, that there's going to be more information that comes out on the misappropriation of funds as well, Yeah, which, which could be huge. And of course we also heard that Daniel Snyder has had asked bank of America to begin looking at potential buyers, no details yet really on whether that means he's going to just sell the team or he's just going to sell part of the team and collect a couple billion dollars and, I don't know why you would want to be a minority owner for that team because he ran out the former minority owners. Yeah, I would want no part of that shit show. The only way I would do I, – I say like I won the fucking Powerball or something. Uh, the only way I would consider that is if like, yeah, okay, I want 30% of the team now, but within five years, you have to be gone. You have to sell – the majority stake to mm-hmm. me and otherwise no yeah. I, there's no way i'm getting involved in that right. with, with what's going on uh so the team quote air quotes released a statement that said <clears throat> less than three months ago a 23 year old player on our team was shot multiple times in broad daylight a team spokesperson said in a statement referring to the shooting of running back Brian Robinson Jr. Despite the out-of-control violent crime in D.C., DC today the Washington Commanders learned for the first time on Twitter that the D- D.C. Attorney General will be holding a press conference to make, quotes, make a major announcement related to the organization today. The Commanders have fully cooperated with the AG's investigation for nearly a year. As recently as Monday, a lawyer for the team met with the AG who did not suggest at the time that he intended to take any further action and, in fact, revealed fundamental misunderstandings of the underlining facts. It is unfortunate that in in his final days in office, Mr. Racine, we'll say it's Racine, appears more interested in making splashy headlines based on off-beat legal theories 
rather than doing the hard work of making the streets safe for our citizens, including bringing to justice the people who shot one of our players. So misdirection and whataboutism. Yeah, I I didn't see that mm-hmm. because it was deleted or whatever or retracted. That's because everyone was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. The reason I say this is because I saw a tweet from Pro Football Talk mm-hmm. that basically said, you know, holy shit, Ron Rivera is probably going to flip his shit yeah. over, over this. And I was like, well, what did he say? And I, I looked and I couldn't find it. Um, so, yeah, that I didn't know it was quite wow. That's, yeah. uh If you're the player for that team, how do you not go into work to the next day and spit in his fucking face? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty rough. You're going to use me <clears throat> getting carjacked to fucking, yeah. Yeah, I'd get on Twitter immediately and be like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, that is... Uh, get me out of this fucking shithole. I, I mean, while, yeah, the the whole lawsuit thing is, you know, it, yeah, it's big, but it's not huge. I'm more interested in what he's got to say about the whole funds thing. Yeah. Because that's where the other owners are going to come into play and mm-hmm. be like, uh, wait a minute, what? You know, you're, yeah. you're fucking with our money. No. So, waiting on that with bated breath. Uh, other... Major headline of the week was, of course, Frank Reich getting fired. Yeah. Which I thought was funny anyway, because the week before they fired Marcus Bright, Brady, mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator, who I'd never heard of. But here's the kicker he didn't even call the fucking plays. Like, he's literally a scapegoat. Like, yeah. it, you could see it. Like, everybody, that's all everybody talked about. Why are you firing this guy when your head coach is the one that calls the plays, the one that's got statistically now the worst offense in the NFL. So I thought, man, that's got to be like, if that ain't a sign that Frank Reich is on, like his seat is white hot. I don't know what is. Lo and behold, they just absolutely suck against the Patriots. And uh, Jim Irsay wastes no time in firing Frank Reich. So we'll talk more about him in a second as well. But then... (laughs) He goes out and he hires an interim head coach that is not in the organization on an official capacity other other than a consultant, in in air quotes. Um, And this man has never coached in the NFL. Or college. Or college. He had a losing record this season as a high school football coach down in Georgia. Three and seven. Yes. Jeff Saturday. Potential... Possible Hall of Famer. Borderline, yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he was the center for Peyton for many years, and he was the center for uh, Aaron Rodgers for one or two seasons. Me and Andrew Luck. Oh, no, no, you're right. He did go to Green Bay. You're right. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, I guess, yeah, he was Andrew Luck's. I don't know if they crossed paths. Maybe Saturday got sent after Peyton got sent. Anyway. I can't remember if he did or not. I want to say he was still there for at least a year or two before he went to Green Bay. But either way. Uh, so, yeah, he's been named interim coach. And, of course, I mean, yeah, it's a huge head-scratching move. Like, what the fuck? But they want to bring up all the other bullshit, the race thing, and the fact that they've got... Reggie Wayne on the staff. Yeah, Reggie Wayne's on the staff. Uh, Cato June's on the staff. I don't like that argument for a simple reason. Jim Irsay hired T- Tony Dungy, and then when Tony Dungy retired, he promoted Jim Caldwell. Right. No, so I, I, I 100% agree with yeah, that. Yeah, it's not racism. It's just it's just a boneheaded move. Yeah. But I will say this. Maybe his thought process is 
that because the O-line is so bad, maybe bring in a great offensive line and lineman to help elevate that group. Maybe. I could see that. Yeah. And and who knows? Maybe Jeff Saturday will turn into a decent head coach, but you bring him in on an interim basis in a in a on a team that he's not been a part of the staff. It'd yeah. be a different like I would I would feel differently about it if he had been on the staff this whole year and they thought, okay, this man's been right. around championship teams. Let's just let's see what he's got. Uh, but you know, and you got John Fox on the staff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's on their defensive staff. Oh, so um, yeah, very very interesting, and we'll see how it goes. Like at this point, if you're Jeff Saturday, what what are you doing at quarterback? Like you got Matt Ryan sitting there, and Sam Ellinger has looked horrible, mm-hmm. and you got Nick Foles. So you literally got a guy that's been to Super Bowls, a guy that won a Super Bowl, and then a guy that's from Texas that has a huge ass that hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, I mean, like if I'm if I'm Saturday, I'm like Jim. Look, you gotta let me fucking play the the better quarterback. Like, right. give me a chance here. Like, I I still wouldn't. I don't. I'm not mad at not playing Matt Ryan because apparently that's part of the deal. Like he gets bonuses if he plays certain games or whatever. That part makes sense. And also the fact that Matt Ryan has the mobility of a tree and that offense is offensive line is dog shit. And fair enough. Yeah. Ellen Ellinger is mobile and he's, he got sacked nine times. Mm. I heard Dan Patrick say that too. He's like, well, Ellinger got sacked nine times. I'm like, well, Matt Ryan probably would have got sacked 15 if he played that game. So, I don't know. I mean, like if if you're Jeff Saturday and if this is what you want to do, yeah. you know, this is like you have decided that I want to be a head coach in the NFL. Mm. And now here your first opportunity, you're already handcuffed because the owner doesn't want you to play the 30 million dollar quarterback so that you don't have to pay him all that money and so now you you know, you're basically hired to come in and tank. Yeah. Doesn't look good on your resume. No, you know? no, it doesn't. But we'll see. But yeah. I just, I, I thought that was what I wild. think the Raiders are nine point favorites. That's the other thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> you saw this, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Literally a few days before all this went down. Yeah. Jeff Saturday, to be fair, oh. was at this time an analyst. That, that worked for ESPN, but he tweeted, the Raiders look horrible. I did see that. And then he gets hired to coach the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. You are playing the Raiders. Guess who so. their first opponent is? The Raiders. So, yeah. Now, granted, without Darren Waller and uh, Hunter Renfro, that game becomes a little better matchup for you, but still it's not looking good. But, yeah, like literally – you gave them bullet, bulletin board material before you even knew that you were part of the goddamn matchup, yeah. and now here you are. So I thought that was uh That is funny. hilarious. Um, we already talked about Josh Allen. Was there any other big... Not that I recall. Quasi no. off-field stories? Not that I recall. We, we talked about Jeff... Or Chase Claypool getting traded. Um who are the other trades? Roquan Smith. Yeah, Roquan Smith going to the Ravens sucks as a Steeler fan. I mean, the Ravens needed help, but... They didn't need that much help. Right. Anything else? 
I'm blanking. Yeah, I, I think Claypool will do well in Chicago if they use him correctly. You know, Justin Fields definitely needed more weapons. Certainly. And now they can, you know, they can use him on the outside being Claypool and they can move the smaller, faster Mooney around in the slot and use him the way that I think better suits his, his play style. Uh, Claypool didn't do much in the first game other than draw one pass interference should have drawn a second mm-hmm. one. That was, that was pretty blatant. Um, but again, he'd only been in the offense for four days. So I think the true, uh, we'll see what really happens with him here in the next couple of weeks. Um, and they play the lions this week. So there's a chance Claypool yeah. catches 14 balls for 416 yards, and 19 touchdowns. Yeah. The way, although Detroit's defense played good this past week, but yeah, so um, I think that's it for that. So let's just go ahead and uh, jump into preview. That way, you're gonna come over Sunday, watch the game, then we'll just do a post game. Sure. Show. So previewing tonight, we got the Falcons and the Panthers. Thought it was gonna be in really really shitty conditions, but it's looking like it's not going to be so bad, which is not boding well for my fucking same game parlay tonight. Which was, I got the under, which is like forty one and a half. Cordell, Cordero Patterson over fifty yards rushing, not bad. Yeah, he should hit that. And a tutty. he's got a score touchdown. Dante score. Foreman, a tutty. Um, Marcus Mariota over 25 yards rushing. He's got yeah. over 300 for the season. Yeah. PJ Walker under 200 passing, I believe. Is he starting? I'm assuming. Well, if he doesn't, there you go. Well, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping that he doesn't play well and they yank him and bring in Baker. Mm. That's like hope against all hope. And then I. Thought I had another leg. It's it's like a five or six leg. It's a fifteen dollar bet could turn into five hundred. Yes. But I went like rush heavy, thinking crappy conditions. Going to yeah. be a really shitty game. But now watch the the hurricane will miss them, and it, they'll both throw for fucking six hundred yards. Us talking about betting reminded me of something. Um, when I I went over to Hunter's on Saturday, he is on an insane heater right now. I know. He's been showing me his bet slips and stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So he made me a proposition on Saturday. I already know. All right. Okay. They don't fucking know. I know. He showed well, me the screenshot. Go ahead. No. Dylan gave his brother money, and his brother is going to bet, but he's not allowed to tell Dylan what he's betting on. Correct. Yes. Yeah, for a week. Unless he lose, If he loses the money, then tell me when the money's gone. Otherwise, let it ride for a week. You didn't give him that much seed money to fucking start with. Oh, like, yeah. But, again, I've seen how he's been doing. He could turn that into fucking a couple grand here yeah. in no time. Yeah. But, yeah, he sent me the screenshot of you sending him the money, and I was like, okay, I don't get it. And I was like, I, first I didn't know if he sent you money, so, like, you had gas to get out here or whatever. It was like... What what's going on here? And then it's then I paid attention to the whatever caption that you had mm. to do your whatever magic, yeah. Yeah, do your magic bubs or whatever. And I was like, Oh, he's I get it. He's paying him to place legal gambling bets too. Yeah. So yeah. Good luck. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. This'll be where he just tanks. I'm I know. 
that's that's what's gonna happen. He's because that's my luck. And that's what'll happen. Yeah. So, anyway, good. Uh, yeah. Moving on to the rest of the slate, we will. Uh, we'll talk about Saints Steelers in a second. Seahawks Bucks in Germany. What's the kickoff? Eight thirty a.m. our time. Nine thirty our time. Oh. Or no, I think those are Eastern time. No, it's not. That would be eight thirty our time. You're right. It's it is nine thirty Eastern is the kickoff. Yeah. So yeah, eight thirty. Um, Seahawks Bucks. Seahawks six and three. Bucks four and five. I you gotta go with Gino. I mean, then who would have thought in a QB battle? I'm gonna take Geno Smith over Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm just not buying the hype yet. I'm I, I'm gonna go Tom. Okay, I'll probably regret it. Mm-hmm. Seahawks have a running game. They got Kenneth Walker the third. Yeah, Spirit. Yeah, no, no twelfth man. I think more fans will be behind Tom Brady than than the Seahawks. If if well, the crowd is going, game. yeah, so it, yeah, yeah a home game in Germany. Oh wait, no, no, oh no, you're right. It is Germany. My bad. Yeah, they're in Munich. Whoops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, I don't think that's relevant. Probably not. But It'll be mostly be people, you know, Tampa's just NFL fans that live there that want to go to an NFL game. Yeah. So it'll be a little bit of everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm still sticking with Tom. All right. I don't know why, but uh, Vikings and the Bills and. <sighs> I got to go Vikings. Viking, yeah, Vikings are on a roll, and I don't think Josh Allen is going to play. Even if he does, it's an injury to his right throwing elbow. So, And this game is not in prime time. So, Yeah, it is in Buffalo, but I just don't. Although Case Keenum, Stephon Diggs against, mm. talk about revenge games. Yeah. Still going Vikings. Uh, Lions and the Bears. At Chicago, got to go Bears. I, I, think, I do too. Yeah, I think they're going to smack the Lions. Broncos, Titans. That's rad. Uh, is Tan- if, if Tannehill's back, give me the Titans. Uh, yeah. If Tannehill's not back, give me the Broncos. Right. I, I don't know what the status is right now, but that's how bad Malik Willis has looked at, at quarterback for the Titans. Uh, Jaguars, Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. Yeah. They're just on a roll. Uh, Browns, Dolphins, Dolphins. Agreed. Texans, Giants, Giants. Yep. Colts, Raiders. I'm going to go Raiders. In Vegas. I'm going to go Colts. That new, would be crazy. New right? coach. Yeah. New coach. Watch I'd, them win out. Right. That'd that be that would be wild. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to go Colts. I'd call it a gut feeling. Call it my lifelong hatred of the Raiders. I don't know. Oh, I'm going to go, go Colts. Cowboys, Packers. Cowboys. That the Dallas they, defense is really good. Yeah, yeah. I'd, hard to fathom that Aaron Rodgers is going to lose six games in a row, but that's uh, kind of where we're at right now. Cardinals, Rams. <laughs> I, I, Cardinals, I think, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, wait. Yeah, I don't know. I'm Rams. Gonna, I'm going to go with the call, call of Duty factor there. 
Yeah. And they're losing a lot. So. Well, Warzone drops on the 16th. What uh, what day is Sunday? Won't be the 16th, right? No. Yeah, I'm going to go Cardinals. Right. I think he's going to take a little break, recharge, and then but when Warzone drops on the 16th, then it's it's all downhill from there. Uh, Sunday night, we got the Chargers and the Niners. Mm. I got to go Niners there. Did we get flexed out of that game? No, no it was that's the next in a couple week. weeks. Okay. Or, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I got to go Niners too. It's Chargers are five and three, but they don't look good for a five and three no, team. No, they they're one of the worst looking five and three teams I can remember. Like they're yeah. the their five games that they've won seems like they've just squeaked by. Yeah. Should not have beat Atlanta this week. Right. Um, then we got the Commanders Eagles. Uh, I got no reason to doubt the Eagles in that right. game. Uh, so that brings us back all the way to noon on Sunday. We got the New Orleans Saints traveling to Pittsburgh. Take on our beloved Steelers. And my glimmer of hope is that TJ Watt should be back. Do you want to pay me that $20 now? For what? The bet we made at the beginning of the year. Michigan would have more. Mm-hmm. What was it? More wins? Mm-hmm. Michigan has nine. And they play Nebraska this week. And we have <clears throat> two. Nine games left. So, right? Yeah, we have nine games left. We can run the table and win 11. I'll screenshot you my Venmo. Or do you prefer cash out? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, TJ Watt should be back. Which one? Demonte Casey, I was looking for it. He had to be activated by today. I don't know if he was or not. But. This team was a different team when T.J. Watt was there, defensively, without a doubt. Andy Dalton, he ain't setting no world on fire. Um, Najee Harris has been under a lot of scrutiny, rightfully so. Um, There's been rumors. Nobody's really confirmed anything, but rumors saying that Jalen Warren is going to be more heavily featured this week. Again, we've heard that before. We'll see. Uh, all that being said, I think the return of T.J. Watt is going to inspire that defense. I think they're going to get after it, create a couple of turnovers, which will help Kenny and with the short field. And now without Chase Claypool on the field, I think things are going to open up for George Pickens. I'm going Steelers. Oh, I forgot I had your cash app. Oh, it wasn't. Okay, 20. Yeah, there you go. Um, Did you send me a request? Yeah. Uh, Good, because now I can block you. And... Right. Anyway. Yeah. So I watched Weird last week. You're not going to talk about I. Do you have a coin? <laughs> I mean, any thoughts on uh, Saints, cancel the season. Um, so... I know this movie is not autobiographical, even though it's not. <laughs> Just want to keep talking. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, that'll wrap it up for football. We'll be back Sunday afternoon and talk about all these games after they happen. Anyway, Weird Al. Is that where we're going now? Yeah, that's where we're going now. I mean, I understand why you didn't watch it. I mean, you had almost a full week. It's a two-hour movie. You told me like two or three days ago. Did I? I don't know. Uh, no, 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 sir. It dropped on Friday. I said, I'm getting ready to watch Weird Al movie. Make sure you watch it so we can talk about it on the podcast. That's exactly what happened. Yes, it was Friday. Yeah. 
I had shit to do. I went and saw Bill Burr. Oh, actually, let's talk about that. How was that? I guess you can't really go on a review a comedy show without giving away spoilers. It was great. I mean, yeah, it was it was awesome. He's funny as fuck. I mean, it's it's Bill Burr. Like, you know. Who's the opener? Don't remember the guy's name, but he was very funny. I, he's coming back to Peoria, I think, here in a few weeks, or maybe maybe it's the beginning of the Paul year. Paul Verzi, maybe? I know he opens for him a lot. That might have been it. Is he Canadian? Never mind. I think this guy was Canadian. Well, Paul Verzi is not Canadian. Okay, because he was talking about hockey and... He was he was really funny too. Okay. Uh, I, I will. I'm gonna look that up though because he's coming back to the jukebox here soon, and I wouldn't mind seeing him. Okay. But yeah, Bill Burr. Like, look, if you've seen any of his specials, it's he rages. He makes fun of people. He obviously had a lot to say about you know the. It was funny because he really played into the downstate Illinois, like. He's like, I'm just fucking with you guys. I know Chicago's right down the road, but he, I mean, he was, you know, basically making fun of the conservatives and mm. yeah, it was, it was great. Okay. Fucking I, classic show. Did you watch Red Rock? All of it? His last special? Yeah. Of course. In fairness, I've not finished it. And apparently at the, at the end of that, there is a, uh, that was loud as fuck. Yeah. There's a story about him doing mushrooms for the first time. Mm-hmm. There's a sequel. Oh. His his closer is the sequel, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, weird. All right. Um, how? Nah, I don't... Fuck it, I'll ask. How much was the ticket? Mm. Roughly. 80? Okay. 75, 80-ish, somewhere in that ballpark. Okay. Um, I think we've discussed this before. One last moment or thing. I probably won't ever go see a comedian at the Peoria Civic Center again. Okay. Go ahead. Um, and I, I guess Kevin Hart did this, or maybe it was Joe Coy. I don't remember. Louis was telling me. So they got this thing now mm-hmm. where, first off, Everybody in the world pretty much now uses apps, and so your ticket is your phone. They took your phone, didn't yes. they? Yes. Good. No. No, they don't. Oh. They make you put it in a bag that is then magnetically sealed, and you have to carry that fucking bag all over hell and earth, and then at the end of the show, you have to go somewhere, and they unlock it for you. That I 100% get your point. People recording shows and taking pictures with flat. That's fine. But come up with something better because the fucking line, you, if you ever get tickets to a big okay. show and you find out that they're going to be doing this bullshit, mm. go at least an hour early Okay, because it is fucking ridiculous. The maze of lines you have to go through to put your fucking phone in this bag. And then at the end, again, you have to walk all the way to the other fucking end of the arena, not where you came in at, all the mm-hmm. way to the other end, for them to unlock it and so you can get your phone out. Yeah. I I see the pros for it, but like they didn't give a fuck. Like oh, your your mom's in the hospital and could die in a few hours, lock your phone up. Oh, your fucking 
kids are at home with the babysitter that you hired for the very first time who doesn't know how to operate a gas stove, lock your phone up. Like, there should be some kind of, like, emergency release or, I don't know. It just, it seemed pretty fucking silly to me. Okay. Um, I have an experience to show that does that. Um, I think Chappelle, I think Rogan talked about it. The first, he went to see Chappelle a few years ago, and that was the first time he experienced it. And that's going to be the standard. If you go see a comedy show at a theater, they wouldn't even let you wear a smartwatch in. Like you had to roll your sleeves up and show that you weren't wearing a smartwatch, because you could still audio record. That's their their excuse for that. I I, I don't have an, a, a smartwatch, so right. I don't know how well the audio picks. I mean, I, I don't either. Got to be decent for right. you to talk into it, but with the with it being amplified, I wouldn't think it would be that great. I mean, would you want to listen to a leak stand-up set from someone's audio watch? No. No. Again, I, I didn't experience it. When I heard about it, I thought, that's fucking genius. That's beautiful, and I love it. But granted, I did not experience it. That could be different, but I don't know. Yeah. it. Like I said, I fully understand the reasoning the execution is fucking horrible. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, is it sounds like execution might be the problem. Yeah, it's, I mean. I've heard of places where they give you, they you have to put the phone in the bag, but you get to keep the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like keep, like take it home, keep it? No, no, no. no. Oh, like, no, yeah, you got to carry the, they, you got to carry the motherfucker around. Oh, but you still have to have someone unlock it. But so then at the end, of, you okay. got to go, yeah, you got to go back in line to have somebody unlock it. Okay. To be fair, the, the the unlock line was a little bit um, faster than the other because when you're going through the line, you got to show your tickets on the phone and then they got to write down your your seat number and everything on a piece of paper and hand it to you so that you can hand it to the fucking usher. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's, it's stupid. Like, again, I see what they're trying to do, but I don't know. I is dumb. You already got my money. I'm here. Like, I don't think that if I put a fucking YouTube recording out on my shitty phone 450 feet away from the stage that somebody's going to be like, oh, I'm not going to go see my favorite comedian, Bill Burr. I can watch this jackass's recording right here on YouTube. I just I just thought of a something else that proves the point. Did you hear what happened to Louis C.K. four years ago or whatever? when he After he got canceled, he came back to doing stand-up and... He did a shit a set and you know, comedians talk about this. You're working shit out. Like Chris yeah. Rock said that the N word bit took him a year before it got to where he wasn't like getting dead silence. Right. He Louis CK did a bit about the Parkland shooter, like how the kids were coming out against you know, against guns and he goes, Why the fuck am I listening to you? What, you're special because you hid behind a fat kid or whatever? And people lost their fucking minds. So that's another reason why. Gotcha. So the only thing with that is, I typically when you hear of these comedians doing that, mm-hmm. like working stuff out, mm-hmm. they're not doing it in a stadium tour. Like once they get to the point where they're doing stadium shows, arena shows, mm-hmm. for the most part, they've got it. Like they're just fine tuning it for whenever that the big special is 
every comedian I've ever listened to talk about it, they're like when they're trying shit, it's usually like they go to clubs and yeah. small audiences. Like you don't want to get in front of 10, 15,000 people and bomb. Right. So I, I think by the time they put on these big tours, they probably got most of it pretty well oiled out. It's just a matter of hitting the marks when you need to hit them and Granted, each city that you go to is going to be a little bit different because you're going to fuck with people mm-hmm. based on their geographic location, right. uh, much like Bill did for much of the night. Um, so, again, not saying that it wouldn't happen, but I don't think you would have that big a problem in those kind of shows because I think the comedian's pretty much got his thing down. Now it's just like mastering it before it's time to record the special if there is one. Uh, just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of true because a lot of times, I mean, they work out at clubs. But if you're Bill Burr and you're a full time stand up, he he was currently making a movie. I think it it just wrapped up, and you know you're a dad and you have kids and shit. Like, well, if you're a dad, you have kids. But you know, I can kind of understand of hey, I'm let me just this five minutes at this arena show. Let me try out this new bit. Let me see if it works in a big place compared to a smaller place because that is a change as well from what I understand. Fair, so. fair point. All right. So yeah. anyway. um, Yeah, great show. If you get a chance to see Bill Burr. I guess the reason I asked was like. Long time ago when we started this, we did a, a top, like our favorite comedians of all time. And both of us like had him in our honorable mentions, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, I got to say he's. He's climbed into my top ten of all time. Um, it, I thought about this a lot. If a Mount Rushmore, meaning remove personal favorites, just a Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedy, Carlin, Pryor, Chappelle, Burr. I mean, Burr's consistency is insane. I don't know how many. He's got like nine nine or ten specials now, and all but one was an A+. Plus. I mean, I, yeah, I would have to sit and think about it, but. He's he's up there. He's he's at he's got a seat at the table. Yeah. I, I but the other three I I don't think there's any argument that could be validated in my eyes. The other three are there no matter what. Yeah. I think that fourth spot arguments could be made for many over over the years. Yeah. But um again, I I I tend to agree that Bill Burr's gotta be there. Probably because I'm I relate to him more just to his fucking rage at mm-hmm. everyday shit. Like George Carlin was great with his everyday stuff and things we have in common on a political side, whereas Bill Burr is more like the everyman where mm-hmm. I just want to fucking grab somebody, you know. Like yeah. so yeah, that's uh he's up there for sure. All right. So anyway. Worth eight, the eighty bucks. Oh yeah. Because I know we've discussed that too of like I don't know that I can justify spending eighty dollars to see a guy talk, but Yeah, no had it been some other like middle of the road comedian, no chance. Well, no. But for somebody like Bill Burr, which again that explains like where he is on my list, yeah, it was a no brainer. Okay. Um weren't some of those tickets like three hundred bucks though? Yeah, like if you went Aftermarket, they were sky. High. That I can't justify personally, but anyway. Funny little side note. We're gonna do the weird review. Yes, I promise. I promise. Um, funny side note though, like the day before, or two days before that show, my buddy called me and was like, "Hey, it was I got the pre-sale code for Cat Williams and Puri? Do you want to go?" I was like, "Nah, I think I'm gonna sit that one out." He's like, yeah. well, "Why?" I was like, 
He's washed. I'm like, it's for one, it's Cat Williams and it's in Peoria. That show might be a little uh, rough. Yeah. He's like, he goes, well, they got like metal detectors and wands. It's like not in the parking lot. Uh-huh. So no, I think I'll I'll wait for the uh, the Netflix special on that one if there is one. But right. I always like I thought most of his specials were good. I haven't seen much of his later stuff. But yeah, his later stuff. He was one that like literally caught fire, blew up, and then had two great. Spe- well, he retired from stand up. Yeah. He did two great specials. Retired from stand up. It was like he was going to become a movie star, and then that didn't really happen. And oh crap, have to do stand up again. And he's put out several dud specials. Really? Like it's, yeah, it's a massive fall for yeah. what was once upon a time one of the best comedians on the planet for a short, brief window. So, and, and quick explanation why I said what I said. Peoria is uh, a very diverse community, but they also have a heavy uh, gang. Mm-hmm violence record going on right now and it, as far as downstate illinois like it's one of the leaders of gun violence so you can understand why i wouldn't want to go to a cat Williams show. yeah and the civic center arena is not in the best part of downtown peoria so mm. that's why i'll skip that one anyway all right uh so weird weird yes weird is the air quote autobiographical film of I think the synopsis says something akin to the unexaggerated true story of the greatest musician of our time. Yeah, when it when it first was coming out, we were both under the impression that it was going to be like an actual When I heard about it, yeah. Yeah, an actual autobiographical film of Weird Al Yankovic, which would still be pretty interesting. Like yeah. I mean, the guy's career is fucking spanned decades and it would have been, you know, kind of neat to see how he became the way he became. And I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm just basing this all 100% off the trailer. I'm glad he did it the way he did it. Like, I've seen the movie. I'm glad he did it the way he did it. Yeah. Um, As ridiculous and over the top as the movie or the trailer looks, there's shit that I didn't expect. That I, I'm not going to get into it because I want you to watch the movie, and hopefully if you watch it, we can do a... I'm definitely going to watch the movie. Okay, we'll we'll do like a spoiler review and we can get more details. I'm um, more excited about it now, knowing that it's it's Weird Al being Weird Al on Weird Al. Yeah. As opposed to if it would have been like, this is my true life story. Yeah. Like I still like might have checked it out if somebody said, that's oh, pretty good. But now knowing that, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. Um, it, it's It's one of the funniest comedies I've seen in a while. Really? Yeah. Uh, to be fair, there aren't a lot of great comedy movies in the last True. several years. Um, what well, Good Boys? Did you ever see that one? The Seth Rogen no. kids cursing R-rated movie? No. That's actually really funny. Is it? It's like kind of like South Park, but live action. Gotcha. Um, the Olivia Wilde movie Booksmart is also really really good. It's super bad with girls. Is how I would describe it. Okay. And it's it's very very funny. Um, those are really the two big funny comedies I can think of. In now, in terms years. of like this style of movie, mm-hmm. the only, I can only think of one that I could possibly compare it to and that includes me not having seen weird, but like, where does it, because I thought walk hard was fucking great for what it was. Very similar. Very to similar hard. to walk hard. Yeah. The Dewey, the Dewey Cox story. That, yeah, yeah, I mean, they take a lot of the same. I want to try me some of that cocaine. 
You don't want none of this drug, do we? <laughs> well, I don't want a hangover or nothing. There's no hangovers. <laughs> it's the cheapest drug there is. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite scene in the whole movie. Anyway, weird. Um, yeah, it's definitely more walk hard because, I mean, they they take a lot of the tropes. And you can see it from the trailer. Like, I'm a train wreck. I'm a drug addict. My band hates me. None of that shit happens. Right. Um, it goes to another level where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he did what? Wait, Madonna did what? Like, it, it gets ridiculous. Yeah, there's the whole, like, fictional relationship between Weird Al and Madonna. Yeah. I wonder what she thinks of it. Because... Is it painter in a bad light, or... <laughs> I mean, when you consider that it's just a parody... So, yes. <laughs> when it when you consider it's a parody movie that's so ridiculously over the top, you can't possibly take it seriously... I couldn't imagine she could be upset about this, but she's also Madonna. And <coughs> how Fair dare enough. you make fun of me? Um, some of the choices they make, one choice in particular, I'm like, wait a minute. So he's saying that song was a completely original work of art and not a parody song. And the original song was the parody of his song. Oh, dear God. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, now you got me thinking. Like, how many of his her songs did he do? No, no, not her. Oh, okay, okay. okay it's another song, but uh, yeah, I, I <laughs> it's so ridiculously over the top. Like, it, it's more like, like I said, walk hard, but not as over the top as like Airplane or those spoof style movies. But in moments, it is. Wow. Um, they touch on Michael Jackson at all? They do. So no pen intended. <laughs> uh, child molestation. Um, <laughs> I I absolutely recommend it. It's free on Roku right now. If you're like, I don't have Roku. Well, if you have a Roku, that would seem to follow. Fire Stick, anything like it's a free channel. More than likely, whatever streaming de- device you have has it. Def highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, yeah, I can't say enough. I absolutely loved it. Nice. Yeah. Seen it twice. Watched it Friday. Hung out with a friend on Monday. Yes, Monday. And we watched it together. And yeah, they also loved it. So um, I just love the fact that even the intro to the movie is Weird Al saying, hey, thanks for watching my completely 100% true auto well, biopic or whatever. And yeah, it's definitely not. Um it's kind of weird that, like, because Daniel Radcliffe is pretty jacked in the movie. It's kind of weird to think of Weird Al as yeah, jacked. Yeah. But I think it was kind of weird to think of Daniel Radcliffe as jacked. Yeah. So, um, a lot of cameos, too. Um, some you see in the movie, like, uh, oh my God, why am I? Will Forte? No. Will Forte? Yeah, or? Will Forte. I was I almost, I confused him with Will Arnett for a second. Oh. Um, Conan O'Brien's got a cameo. Jack Black's got a cameo. What? Now I'm confused. Yeah, that's Will Forte. Okay, Will Forte is... MacGruber. MacGruber, yes, yeah, okay. and, and Will Arnett is... The other one. Yeah, he's been in a lot of other shit. Yeah. He was in The Office. Like, you don't, you haven't seen The Office, have you? No. Okay, but I know who Will Arnett is. Okay. Anyway. Lego Masters, I know you host that show, too. Yeah, I'll watch that. Um, <clears throat> I know who he is. Yeah. Like I said, Jack Black is in it. Um... Who else? 
Um, Thomas Lennon, if you're like, who's Thomas Lennon? Reno 911. Yeah. The, the more than likely gay uh, yeah. sheriff's deputy. Just goofing, new boot goofing. That guy. <laughs> yeah, he plays an accordion salesman. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and that scene's hilarious, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pr- probably check that out either tomorrow or Saturday. Yeah. I'll try and watch it before Sunday. So Yeah, we can talk about it. So. After we talk about T.J. Watt breaking the singles game sack record <clears throat> against. Single game? You mean single season? Uh, Both. <laughs> I guess. If yeah. Break the yep. So He's already got f- four sacks, three <clears throat> sacks. So he only needs 22 against the Saints. That's second. doable. Yeah. That's doable. Um, so, yeah, that's it for weird. Go watch it, and then we can talk. Well, I guess. Knowing you, you're going to pro- uh, publish this on Wednesday. No, I'm not working tomorrow, so I'll get it done. I'll get it out tomorrow. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice change of pace there. Yeah, I know. And it's Thursday. Well, obviously, you know it's Thursday because we talked about the Cardinal Panther game. Yep. Um, I have one more thing I want to talk about. It's kind of out of left field. What would, What are you willing – how much of your physical body are you willing to give up so that you never take – an ear beating ever again, meaning someone talking your ear off. Cause I'll explain why I'm asking that because I've, it depends any ear beating ever. You can go the rest of your life and you'll never be trapped with a verbal waterboarding. <laughs> what was the original question? What would I give up? What, how much of your body? Like, would you give up a finger would you give up your hand? Would you give up your arm? Would you give up a toe? Mm. I mean, you could probably have a couple toes. Maybe a pinky. I'm hand. debating whether or not I want to give up a hand or an arm. Or maybe a hand and a foot. Uh, I don't think I'm giving up both. I hate that so much, though. I just realized that was my biggest pet peeve ever. Um, I'll tell you why after the fact. And then thinking about it reminded me of another story where when I was 12, I'll make this worthwhile, don't worry. I was with an uncle, me and I think it was Hunter. And I don't know, we stopped at some older couples. I'm assuming they're a relative or whatever, who cares? He had to help with something. And wait, this wait, wait. old. Which uncle? I, uncle Kevin. Oh. Okay. Why is that relevant? Um,. This old woman berated us or waterboarded us for an hour. I know it was an hour because I was sitting in front of a clock. (laughs) And I literally looked and counted down the minutes. That has, I I was 12. That was 18 years ago. I still remember it. And I think about it and it makes me angry. And the thing that gives me solace is that because it was 18 years ago and because of her age, she's probably dead. And that gives me a boner. Belva. Francois. Oh, you have to. Oh, I can't believe you haven't told this story yet. <laughs> Please. Uh, uh, it's, we'll save it. Just remember, Belva Francois. Nice tease. For uh, yeah. Sa- Saturday yeah. or Sunday. Instead of true stories of a strip club DJ, it'll be true stories of a tech support phone op, phone person. Yes. Yeah. But it, So I can relate. That wasn't 12, but still it was... Almost 20 years ago. Okay. Belva Francois. <clears throat> All right. Anyway. I 
nice. So yeah, you remember the crazy lady when you were twelve? Mm-hmm. Go on. That's it. That's the end of the story. Oh, I thought there was. I a would give up an arm. Second part of. The... There is. I'll tell you off mic. Oh okay. So you wait. You came up with that based off of something that happened twenty years ago. Hmm? No, something happened recently. Oh, that... I I, wi- I wasn't even the victim. I witnessed an ear beating. So. So basically what you're saying is that something triggered your PTSD. Yes, it did. From this inc- yeah. incident that happened yes. 20 the, plus the years ear beating ago. I witnessed recently, <clears throat> if the victim had stood up and slit the person's throat in front of me, I would have testified on their behalf. That's, I, I mean, I get it because that, that's me. Like, obviously, I don't go out as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Case in point, we just went out this weekend after the Bill Burr show, but like I was so prevalent to that scene back in the day that almost every time that we do go out, I will run into somebody from those days and I get the also verbal waterboarding of, you know, how you been, man? What are you up to? Blah, blah, blah. I'm doing this and that, and you should come check out my shit. And, and I'm just sitting there trying to fucking drink my vodka. Like, yeah, hey, cool. Yeah. Or, oh, oh, yeah, right on, right yeah. on. Yeah. Just... Meanwhile, yeah. my head, shut the fuck up. Do you verbalize, or not verbalize, visualize hurting them? Yes. Okay. Or somebody, like, somebody else hurting them, like, literally, like you said, Somebody just coming up from behind and like just wrapping a chair around them and then like saving me. But or yes. like a spy, they just grab their mouth, cover their mouth, yeah. and slit their throat. Yes, for sure. Yeah, that actually might be how I want to die. Somebody some, just come no, no, up. No, no, no. Someone is verbally waterboarding me, and I just have the bravery to nod. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. Pull out a knife, slit my wrists, slit my throat in front of them. Well, if you slit your wrists, like that's that's too slow. If you're gonna do it, just. I mean, I want them take to take the knife out and just. Not my. Uh, I was gonna say that would hurt. <laughs> that would all fucking hurt. But uh, the visual of blood pouring out is nice, and it would traumatize them, and that would prevent them from you know victimizing others. No, they wouldn't, because then they would just go to the like. You won't believe what yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah you won't believe point. what this motherfucker did to me the other night. Yeah, yeah. You're all you're gonna do is lead to more trauma to somebody else because they're now going to have a unbelievable fucking story to tell and they will tell it that at least they have an interesting story those, those people have no souls like they just they yeah don't, yeah yeah that's right. also why i remembered you know the tattoo chick that talked her ear off and when we saw her in lewis in springfield yeah so why that you know stuck out so she was um she was fun though she fucking better have been <laughs> wasn't fucking fun to talk to jesus yeah. christ yeah, yeah I think I met her afterwards, and she seemed normal. Yeah, she was. Uh, she, was she was going through a rough time back then. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Okay. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. Yeah, uh, we will be back. Wait, seven. what'd you say? What's your answer for what to prevent that from ever happening? What would you? I give said up? you could have like a couple toes. You know, one. What about a foot? No, they make good no. prosthetic feet. No. What you like? Couple, your... couple of like extremities, digits. Not. I'm not taking off. Like I'm not stumping myself. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with a foot. I'll take a foot. Uh, it doesn't bother me quite as much as it bothers you, apparently. Yeah. But anyway, it is very annoying. So, all right. Well, we will be back Sunday afternoon. Um, we'll probably have a full review of Weird because I'm gonna do my best to watch it. 
I'm going to talk some. Uh, we'll have college ball. Yep, college ball, NFL, probably talk a little Call of Duty. Um, whatever else fucking happens between now and then. Hmm. So, all right. Thanks for listening. We will catch you next time. And I just fucked that up pretty bad. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, I'm Dees. He's Dylan. Bye-bye. See ya. Ooh.